Thank you so much for being here today. Today is another fantastic episode at the XR Magazine podcast. I am your host, Diana. Today, we're going to be speaking with the team at Immerse, which is a VR-based productivity and meeting app that is available on the Oculus Store. Immerse, using an ingenious method, has been able to let users visually see their hands on their virtual keyboard perfectly synced with its physical position, so you can bring your work computer inside VR in beautiful spaces. You might see yourself working in a spaceship, in another planet, by a waterfall, or in a beautiful island. You can even incorporate pass-through, which means that you can interact still with your world around while working in many different screens at the same time. Immerse was created with the belief that a future where humanity is so available to live wherever and whenever they want without the constraint of the physical space is fundamentally more freeing than a reality where we are not able to do so. Today, we're going to be speaking with Ryan Jeb, who is an executive turn community manager at the amazing team of Immerse. Thank you so much, Ryan, for being here today. Please let let us know how did you get started in Immerse and what is your role currently with the team? Sure. Um, Well, thanks for having me. My name is Ryan Yep. I'm the community manager here at Immerse. Um, It just means that I handle a lot of the the customer-facing functions for the organization. Uh, How I got started, um, I actually was friends with uh, Renji. Uh, prior to joining the team. And uh, like a lot of people during COVID, um, we we're all forced to work from home. And I, I wasn't uh, accustomed to that. And I didn't have uh, a monitor to help me do my work more effectively. So um, I heard a new Renji and he told me, hey, you should buy a Quest 2 headset. So I did. And uh, I never looked back. So was able to be really productive in sales meetings uh, <laughs> wearing a VR headset. Um, and so from there, I, it, it's just kind of a game changer being able to see the, the, just the possibilities of the VR and the technology being able to bring people together, uh, in a way that, um, I feel like in a world that we live in today, a lot of us work remote, um, or we're hybrid teams, but we're probably more lonely than we've been in a, a long time. And so the, the opportunity for the technology to, uh, make it feel like you're actually uh, giving you a sense of presence that you may not be able to have like on a 2D screen like this, um, as well as being able to um, just build relationships and having access to uh, opportunities like that, that you may not be able to have uh, in the real world. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Thank you so much for sharing that. How how did you begin? It's like... Um like a sense of curiosity how everyone joins the team and early on when the company is starting out speaking about when the company began um i know you have an important role in the community but to the best of your knowledge how do you know that um immerse was conceptualized from the beginning and and how you know it was designed or or how was uh, the beginning of the app sure um, so, uh, at a high level, uh, Renji Bajoy, our founder, he, um, he was going through Techstars and actually prior to that, uh, he was, uh, he, he had gone to Georgia Tech to, uh, basically work on getting a PhD in computer vision. 
and he was actually looking to start uh, his previous startup was going to be involving uh, drones. And so when he realized that um, what he was hoping to accomplish through that was going to take much longer than anticipated, uh, he wanted to solve a problem of pair programming uh, for remote teams. And so went through Techstars Chicago and um, kind of the rest is history. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Oh, I didn't know that part of the, of the beginning of Immerse, how, how really he was pretty much looking to solve something that was very particular, maybe for developers, which was at the beginning. How can we work together when we are in different places? And when we are working in our own space, how can we, usually, you know, developers have different screens, right? Like for different coding and to see how it's performing the coding, et cetera. Yeah. So it was born like that. But now it seems it has even expanded to other uh, markets, right? Like to other uh, communities also. So how that transition has happened? It, it was it natural or did you, it made especially force to bring that to other uh, users? Yeah, I, I would say <clears throat> the how that's kind of uh, evolved over time is just simply, you know, I think with VR, historically speaking, the technology has really been more for gaming or it's known for gaming. And as uh, Meta has done a good job of making the Quest 2 be much more of a, um, I guess, uh, just allowing people to be able to be able to have access to the hardware at a lower cost or much more reachable um, to more groups of people more people have started discovering, you know, what, what else can we do with a, a VR headset? And they've, they found Immerse where the top productivity app on the MetaQuest store. And uh, pe- as more people have tried it, um, you've just seen like other founders, uh, marketers, um, really just any other builders, uh, writers, for example, um, have really just kind of caught on because I think Something that's really unique about uh, Immerse is just the immersion, no pun intended, uh, being able to feel like you're, even if you're working from home or even if you're working from the comforts of your own bed, um, we can get distracted by our own physical and real, real life environments at home. Um, but then putting on like a, a VR headset or hopefully in the future glasses, like Apple glasses, uh, it, it changes your environment. So it feels like you're teleporting into the office rather than um, b- distracted potentially by your physical surroundings. And so with that being said, um, that's, that's really been um, a really uh, value point for a lot of uh, our community members being able to have increased focus, but also a sense of connection because if they're working from home, more likely than not, their partners uh, or spouses or even just being by, by, by themselves at home, they don't have some of those side conversations that they're, maybe they're used to uh, in an office setting. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yes, it's a, it's a different, it's a different um, opportunity. Right now we're living in a moment where we can really say that we have the possibility of working um, smoothly and efficiently remotely. Uh, thanks to that technology. How were those first customers? How did you get the very first customers? Was, did that happen just from developers or how did you, did you get them? And the reason why I asked this question is because in the community, uh, there are many, um, learners who are in the stage of 
getting to know the technology, getting to decide if they would like to, to start building an app for themselves or creating mm-hmm. experiences in VR, AR, etc. So they might be wondering also, uh, how did you get your first customers like for an app like this? Yeah. <clears throat> Great question. Um, it, it's really a, a lot of combination of different things. So, um, building a landing page and just even, uh, articulating what your idea is and what problem you're trying to solve. Uh, that, that allowed us to kind of, um, create a, a signup list of people saying, Hey, yeah, I'd be really interested in trying something like that. Um, also a lot of networking. Um, a lot of it comes through personal relationships, uh, family and friends who, uh, support, you know, you and what you're trying to do and you as a person. So they, they want to give feedback. They want to try it out. And, um, yeah. And, and so those early days, um, I would say also just really being as close and responsive to, um, the people that are trying out your product, um, as you're building it out, because the more you can support them and make sure that you're responsive to them, that really shows that you appreciate and care about their own feedback. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, I think that creating an app is not an easy undertaking. <laughs> uh, but uh, as you mentioned, um, getting like leveraging the closest connections might be one of the best ways to start on to that, those initial marketing strategies. So how has it been for the company growing from a very small team, I guess, starting with Renji in, um, as, as the, as the CEO and expanding how that growth has happened in terms of the entrepreneurial side? Because developers have all the beautiful skills in the world to be whatever they want. But how has this, you know, happened for, for developers to actually having to see and grow this vision from the entrepreneurial point of view? Yeah, great question. We um, we spend a lot of time probably uh, at least every other week as a team going through uh, different methodology talks. So just learning from, uh, you know, the free content that's out there, like from Y Combinator, some of the other tech stars, material you can find online. Um, really big uh, fans of the, the YC uh, ecosystem and just kind of learning, you know, how, what are the pitfalls that the other startups have um, experienced that we try to avoid? And so um, I think along with that, it's, it's perseverance. So part of uh, the immersed story is well, we really believe that we wouldn't be alive today unless it was uh, for God uh, or our team. And what I mean by that is back in 2019, um, I think it was in the, the spring or in the summer, Immerse had actually run out of money. And, um, the founding team, they believe so much in the mission that the mission really helped kind of persevere the team through that storm. Um, and so they went six months without taking a paycheck and they were committed as ever, um, to the cause, uh, to Renji. And so that really helped Renji just kind of persevere and really fight to, uh, find additional funding. And so through that, we were able to raise um, $12 million through a crowdfunding platform called WeFunder. Um, it's really through our community. So uh, other community members, that whether they're actually using the product or family and friends, and um, that just really has propelled us and given us kind of, the, I guess, kind of our North Star that it's, it's not even just about the technology. It's we have to 
keep the customer uh, in mind and knowing they are people and what kind of value we want to bring them. And so um, it still requires a lot of perseverance and strength because um, we're, we're really trying to push the boundaries and, and what's possible with, with virtual reality XR. And so um, there, there's a lot of people that, like externally that may not be as enthusiastic or sharing that vision, but um, that's, that's some of the things that Renji had to deal with uh, back in 2017 when he founded the company is he had this vision of, or he saw this problem where people would be driving hours upon hours a day to drive into the office and they'd be using uh, tools like Slack, which were, are really good for what they're, they're designed to in the beginning. But then as our society, as technology has evolved, um, you know, there's just, just a lot of waste from that. And so being able to use something like virtual reality to bring people together that are not even in the same city, let alone uh, country. Like uh, I could tell you, for example, it was um, – or like in one of our public co-working spaces, we had about 10 different individuals there, and but we are all representing about four different continents. And so where, like, how else can you, uh, other than through the use of virtual reality, um, just just bring that sense of presence and connection, even though we're hundreds, thousands of miles, millions of miles away from each other? Is thousands of dollars to bring these people to one place like the cost yeah. is huge for a company especially if yeah. the company is um, maybe starting out this is st- it's still in certain level of funding so of course it makes all sense that you get an app like leverage the technology and cut down all of those costs that you can allocate better for marketing advertisement and for growing even more it's like a better allocation of funds it becomes like an expense between an investment yeah amazing um i have a friend who actually is super passionate about Immerse. He uses Immerse for all the... I think that maybe you know him. His, his name yeah. is Jeff Weiser. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he's my friend. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like he's, he's always... He works all the day. In, and his team, his company also works all the day in Immerse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you guys manage or how do you guys um, go around the, the situation where... Some people, for some people, it's not easy to have a headset because right now it's, it's heavy during the, like a, a long, a long shift, like a long sure. number of hours. Sure. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I will say that uh, we're still, I definitely would say that we're still in the middle of like the early adopter phase. Um, as the hardware gets better, um, it's going to be lighter. It's going to be more comfortable to wear. Uh, thankfully, there are third-party tools such as uh, different straps, um, kind of facial covers that can help kind of the experience. Um, I, I personally can tell you from <clears throat> the two years I've been using Immerse full-time, um, I probably spend five to six hours a day working in Immerse. And uh, probably the first month of using Immerse, it really took me about um, – it took yeah, it took me about a month just to kind of get – acclimated to get comfortable. I couldn't go from like zero to a hundred and immersed. I had to build up um, because, you know, it is, <clears throat> it is different. It's um, I kind of make this joke, but sometimes it could feel like you're wearing this heavy shoe box <laughs> on your face uh, throughout the day. But um, the more that you really um, give it a shot and not necessarily um, 
not necessarily be frustrated with where I guess what it can't do, but also just thinking about what what are the possibilities and what can it do today. I think if you have um, I guess a little bit of tempered expectations, um, I think it would be pretty blown away. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, I I think that it's very like the the times are very exciting as the as the headset becomes lighter, and of course the price the price also goes. Uh, down like for people mm -hmm. to more people to massively adopt the technology then it gets more and more interesting to see what is going to happen in the market and how that transition is going to happen because mm -hmm. this is a great tool for companies right um yeah. this is similar to what happened when there were no websites many many years ago mm -hmm. the local stores said why should i create a website when I have my physical store and clients are coming and I am happy. There is no need. Um, what do you think about right now in terms of collaboration when people let COVID is kind of like going away now, like mm -hmm. meeting again, you know, like yeah. in person, people is going back to work. What do you think at this point about the same kind of analogy? Why would we need collaboration tools when we are working here or when we are, uh, what do you think about that? Why immerse actually enhances the collaboration? Yeah, uh, I would say it really depends. You have to really, um, as, as a company, you really have to go back into, um, what are your goals? And I, I think the <clears throat> virtual reality is more, um, and web three are going to be a evolution of what the internet is today. And they're going to be much more immersive experiences. It's going to be um, provide different ways that uh, consumers and others are able to interact with brands um, and with individuals. You know, so we, we go back to <clears throat> going back to Jeff. Um, not only do I consider Jeff a customer, like a, a really uh, we call him a mercenaries <laughs> at Immerse, <laughs> like a, a big, you know, raving fan. But also I, I consider him a friend because uh, we've spent countless hours co-working alongside each other his uh his business go to market they actually started inside a merce and so not a lot of people know that like there's there's starting to be businesses founders starting their companies inside uh something like a merce where they're able to not only get their own productivity and personal work done but also uh to network and we're, we're starting to see um because VR allow, affords you an opportunity to engage with others that you can't really do as well on a 2D screen or even on a phone or text message or on social media. Um, you're able to meet um, just so many people from different walks of life and different companies and skills and talents. And so that opens up a sea of possibilities that maybe you can't do in the comforts of even a, an office. And so... Um, I, I think we're still very early on to know like what those possibilities are, but, but some of those things have definitely been happening. Um, I would say the past six months here at Immerse. Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. Thank you so much for sharing that. I'm super excited for you guys. I have a special question. Yeah. <laughs> I'm super curious about this. Anise, what's going on with Immerse? Please let us know. <laughs> um, 
is immersed entering into the NFT market? Um, what's going on with the digital spaces? Please tell us. <laughs> Yeah, great question. Um, so we are, we're entering into Web3 and um, NFTs. We, we like to really call them uh, digital properties just because, or digital assets. Um, NFTs, uh, mostly, or 99% of them, there's, there's not any utility behind them. And so they get a lot of uh, negative connotation or uh, a bad reputation, and rightfully so. Um, with, with that being said, we're, we're moving into that because as we've, as a team, been just really doing a lot of studying just the market, um, the technology market, we've seen there's, man, Web3, uh, crypto, um, just the blockchain in general, that technology has been moving way faster than I would say Web1 and Web2 um, and, and history. And so... Along with that, um, there's just, we really see there's going to be this convergence that there's not already between Web3, uh, blockchain, and uh, VR. And so um, with that being said, that really provides an opportunity for our community and, um, and others to really leverage the blockchain. And what I mean by that is the blockchain provides technology that allows for a um, a way to validate ownership or, 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 or just really anything. And so, and it's, it's, it's not immersed making those decisions, whether, you know, in the web two sense, um, we don't have to validate whether someone is who they say they are or in the future or, uh, whether they own something. This is literally on a, like a ledger and on a blockchain. So, uh, the blockchain is able to be kind of like the, the oracle or, or just prove the evidence of that. And so going back to a story like Jeff's, he started his company inside Immersed. Um, this is going to provide opportunities in a immersive um, world. I mean, we're using the term metaverse right now, but we don't even know if metaverse is actually going to be um, the, the official name uh, once it becomes more mainstream. And so, being able to, we've, we've just been hearing from a lot of uh, uh, enterprise companies that we've been talking to, as well as uh, other community members, uh, that they've, they've really helped see the vision of Immerse becoming kind of this, uh, this business networking, but more kind of a, a virtual economy where people can start businesses in it, and also they can employ others, and they can... Um, basically sell um, goods and services. And so in a very uh, minimal viable product or MVP manner, that's that's already been happening within the community inside Immerse. And so we're just wanting to get ahead of just kind of building the infrastructure to be able to support that in the future. And so nothing is changing regards with um, Immerse, like the product, um, because this is what people are spending 40 to 50 hours a week working in Immerse. And that's really the utility. And that's what's really going to kind of uh, allow this thing to be kind of successful. Mm -hmm. So if I understand correctly, uh, Immerse is going to facilitate these options for people to have these connections. And right. what exactly is Immerse going to offer them the possibility to create the spaces or what is what they are going to be minting, basically? That's my question. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, 
I, I would say for the end user and their experience, what they see in the, the different environments today, that's going to be something that either someone can purchase and have ownership over and build themselves or uh, partner with um, someone else like an architect who we're going to build a marketplace for people to be able to be designers, architects, um, create digital assets such as like uh, maybe different clothing for your avatar or uh, different furniture um, inside uh, any of those environments. That's going to be um, an actual digital asset that they, they can either own or someone owns it and they can um, invite people into their space, such as like a business. Yeah. Wow. That sounds exciting because it's like the metaverse of the business, like the hub, the business hub in the metaverse. <laughs> I'm yeah, super, yeah. super excited. I think that sounds super great. I'm mm -hmm. actually going to be putting an eye on that because I build the spaces. That's what I do, actually. Yeah. I build digital cool. spaces. So I have spaces awesome. in spatial.io, but the mm -hmm. spaces that I create are more like a little realistic, like offices and buildings. So yeah. that's amazing. Thank you so yeah. much for letting us know about all of these amazing plans. Mm -hmm. And of course, Because you understand you're the, the community manager, the head of community manager. You understand the importance of, you know, creating community and connection. So please let us know every time that you have any important announcement. We'd like sure. to share it um, with the community also. Um, it's been so, so great to talk to you. We are deeply grateful with your presence and all the experience that you've been sharing with us, Ryan. My last question for you is, Is there anything that you wish I had asked you today? Um, I know I would say to, to your community um, as students and future builders, founders, I just want to just give a word of encouragement. Um, I think right now uh, it can be kind of a scary time because there's been a lot of layoffs and we don't know where the economy is going to go in our world. But um, and I, I don't say this lightly, but uh, I would say that, Now is the best time to level up those skills. Now is the best time to um, start building and creating and build something that you're passionate about. Like um, just because you, even if you're not a developer, um, if you want to um, get into virtual reality, but you have no idea what it's going to look like or what you want to do, that's totally fine. And um, take, take, you know, dedicate some time outside of school or, your day job to just tinker and play around, see, see what's possible and just really think about what are some problems um, or what, what are some challenges in your own life or you see in the lives of others in society that uh, something like VR could help address. And uh, that's, that's probably my biggest encouragement is don't, don't focus on um, the money or the, all the different possibilities of, of, I guess, how lucrative things should be, but really um, build toward solving a specific problem. And especially if you can find something that's personal to you, um, that's going to be your mission that helps you persevere in the long run. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. That is so much needed, especially in these uh, times where, you know, the, the economy is a little bit uncertain and uh, many people say, oh, how I'm going to leave my job? I, I, I don't know. This is this is crazy. I don't have the skills or, or I'm not a developer, as you mentioned. Those are great, great examples. Thank you so much. Very relatable for all of us. 
Um, yeah, thank you so much for being here. And uh, we really hope to continue hearing from you and all the amazing updates from Immerse. Sounds good. Thanks, thank Diana. Thank you so much. And see you in the next episode. Mm -hmm.